1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and welcome to On the Market. This is York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host and real estate expert is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning. Now, you said to me as soon as you walked in the door, fasten your seatbelt. What do you mean? Tina, 2020 has started off with a flurry of activity. Now, usually there's a bit of a lull after New Year's. You have about a two-week span where people are getting ready. They're getting back into the swing of things. But if you remember, I walked in here and said I sold my first house of the year at 12.23 p.m. on January 1st. Yes, I remember even receiving that text from you, and I thought, are you kidding me? and, And it's been on fire to start. So what we're seeing is... There's a huge shortage of inventory. So if you remember at the end of December, we were down 35% in active listings. And that's a huge shift because there's very limited inventory. So the buyers that are out there are saying, I don't want to wait. I want to scoop these houses as they come up. We've heard stories of houses selling in 12 hours, 24 hours. They're not lasting a lot because there's so much demand. There's so much pent-up demand. And it's a seller's market right now. So people are getting what they're asking. And not getting what they're asking as in, hey, my neighbor got this in 2016, so that's what I want. They're getting what they're asking in terms of if you've priced your home at market value, you're going to get what you deserve. Now, what is the Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation saying about 2020? They're saying that 2020 is, uh, you know, we had a lull for 2018, 2019, and, and they're calling it the crash of 2018. And, and it really was, if you think of what happened halfway through the year in 2017 with all the rule changes. 2018, we started with the stress test, which made it really difficult for people to borrow money. And as we approached 2019, we started to see a little bit of a level playing field. So it was a balanced market per se. 2019 started to take off. So all the people that were waiting around, uh, sitting on the fence in 2018, started to come off that fence. And 2019, you saw sales had increased, average prices increased. And now there's no catalyst to increase inventory. So what the Canada, uh, the CMHC is saying is, they're saying that there's no, uh, you know, they don't have any idea of how many new homes will be built. So housing starts will be down in 2020, 2021. That puts a lot of pressure on the resale market. And by that, it means that unless we have more inventory coming up, there's going to be price appreciation. There's not going to be a lot of choice for buyers. So the buyers are reading into this and saying, I need to buy a home right now. Otherwise, I'm going to get priced out. And what does it say specifically about York Region? York Region, again, is, you know, we depend on new bills in York Region to really stir the pot for inventory. And if you don't have those new bills coming in, that is a lot of pressure on the existing homes, the resale homes. We do have condos coming up, but when you're seeing these cranes and and they're building all these condos and you think, wow, look at all that inventory is coming up. What you got to remember is all that inventory is already sold. It's spoken for. So the condo buildings don't start construction until they're at least 50% sold. And most of them are starting construction now after they're 100% sold because they're selling out in the first few weekends. 
all of those cranes you see in the air for condos, that's not inventory that's going to enter the market. It's already sold. So that's something that you got to consider is where are we going to get inventory to balance out this market? And what we've seen over the last few years, no matter what the government does to intervene in the market, the only thing that's going to fix the market and bring affordability back is uh, a huge influx in supply. It sounds a bit desperate. It is. We're going to start getting into the 2015, 2016, uh, you know, the same sort of landscape where people were putting houses, uh, offers on houses that they hadn't even seen Mm -hmm. because they had to get into the market. So if you're a buyer, you need to get out there right now. You need to get pre-approved. You need to get out there and you need to start shopping before uh, you get priced out. And as a seller, this is a great time for you to put your house on the market because you're pretty much the only game in town. Okay, but you said that inventory is low. Where do they look? Where do they go out there to search for these properties? You have to consult with a realtor and get them on the same page as you are as to what you'll be looking for because realtors find out about inventory first. And as soon as they know that a house is coming up or a house has just hit the market, you need to act on that within five minutes, ten minutes. It's that desperate. And so what is the the trend then going forward? Are we looking at house prices just simply going up? You're not. If you think about last year, uh, house prices in York region increased 1.8%. Now, I've projected a conservative 3.5% increase for next year. Wow. And that's almost double of what we had last year. But realistically, if January or the start of January is any indication of where this market is going to go, I would not be surprised to see a 6 to 8% increase in average price because of the inventory issue. This will definitely be a story we're going to continue to watch here when we come back. Money Matters from Integrity Tree. Stay with us. You're listening to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Thank you, Tina. Jonas, next on the show is Asif Kasim from the Integrity Tree. Asif, we've been talking about how sales are brisk and, and buyers are getting set to make that move to purchase a house. What can you tell us about interest rates and, and what are they going to be doing over 2020, 2021? I would anticipate that throughout 2020, um, rates are going to hover in that 2.9 to 3.4 range. Um, you know, they'll, they'll fluctuate marginally up and down, but barring anything major happening, um, the rate should stay about the same. I mean, they might increase about five, ten points at best, but I don't see it flying up to high threes into the fours. Um, that being said, I, I don't anticipate rates shifting downward significantly back to those mid-two ranges that we had. So. so basically what you see is what you get type of thing, and, and that should provide you know, uh, some relief for consumers as they go out because they know that it's not going to go up to 4% or 4.5% or 5% as they you know, purchase this home and they're paying a little bit extra for it. They know what their payments are pretty much going to be. Yeah, they should have a reasonable expectation as to what's going to happen. What I have been finding with a lot of clients recently is that they 
they're not qualifying for as much as they thought they would have based on their salaries or their incomes. So I encourage sit down with a professional and run your numbers and ensure that you know what you qualify for. Once upon a time, I could rhyme off, if you made 80000 you could purchase this amount. Uh, that doesn't happen anymore with the stress test and the different regulations and things involved. You want to be very up to speed on what you qualify for based on your income. Another factor that's coming into place now is a lot of people have uh, either changed jobs because this is the time of the year that happens a lot. Uh, new jobs are started. So are they past probation? Can we use that income? Is there a commission based to their income now? Because if there is, uh, guidelines require two years of NOAs to reflect that. So you no longer qualify in the A space. Uh, there are so many factors involved from an income standpoint that you have to hammer that all out first before you jump into purchasing a place. And what are some of the lender options for our listeners out there? Because you don't always necessarily have to go to the bank. That's true. Uh, the A space, which has always been thought of as the big five, actually includes other lenders uh, out there. Um, and they're called monoline lenders because they sell just the, the mortgage product. But they have alternative lenders as well. You have places like Equitable Bank and Haven Tree and Home Trust that, speci- uh, that they specialize in the alternative space where your income may not be considered um, verifiable by the A lenders. So, for example, if you're self-employed or if you're commission-based but you haven't been doing it for two years and you don't reflect the income, if you have your own incorporation, those are alternative options to go to to get your uh, lending. Alternative and reliable? Oh, very reliable. These places have been around for quite some time uh, and they're fully... They're they're fully funded um, by major investors behind the scenes. Uh, at the end of the day, they are just as safe, and some of them actually have bank licenses, but they're just as safe as banks. And also, you know, there's a lot of calls for stress test relief. So, you know, we've been trying to break down that stress test and say, do you really need people to qualify at this level? And you know, can you help consumers if you really want to help with affordability, help consumers get mortgages? Now, CMHC has come out and said there's not going to be any relief for the stress test. What are alternatives for people that uh, you know may not qualify for the ratios that the big banks have? And, and do your, does your B channel or any other channel provide them with more options that they could go to to be able to afford that house and, and be able to move in? Well, if we look at it from... Um the stress test standpoint, there is the opportunity or option to go to the credit union space, which is provincially governed. It's not federally governed, and they don't have to abide by the same guidelines. Uh, the rates are marginally higher. However, there may be some relief in going that way. In the alternative space, yes, they may not look at the uh, same guidelines of how to verify your income. They still incorporate the stress test. So, for example, if you went to an alternative lender and the average Average rate was four, four and a half percent. Well, for a stress test, they're adding on two percent to that to qualify you. Uh, so it's still hard from a qualifying standpoint, uh, but they will look at your income much differently than a bank would. And, and as we head into the end of January, Asif, I wanted to touch on one more product that your company offers, and and that is for people that are getting their homes ready to sell in February and March and April. Tell us a little bit about the the financing that they can apply for and get approved for in order to fix their house up so that they're getting maximum return for their property. 
Well, we've got a great program. It's a small loans program, which is a secured loan against the home up to $40,000, which there is no appraisal and no legals required. Um, you can get the money within as quickly as a week. Uh, you need to have specific specifications in terms of your credit score. And there should be some serviceability from an income standpoint. Uh, but at the end of the day, if you qualify, you could pretty much get it within one week and you could use those funds to do renovations on kitchens and 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 washrooms and basements and that sort of thing which is typically what most people want to renovate before they flip their property or sell their property now us have mentioned that at this time of year that's what folks are doing they're prepping their home to sell but they're also getting those holiday bills into their homes at this time of year how do you manage that and you know so that you're not drowning in debt and interest rates. It's funny. This has become, in the last two weeks, a major uh, article. Articles are coming out on this topic, uh, and what all of them seem to say the same thing: breathe, just stand back, breathe, don't panic, because people jump into things that they shouldn't jump into, or they make rash decisions really quickly. Grab all your bills, look at all the debt you have, and assess which ones have the highest level of interest. And then start figuring out a game plan as to how to tackle them bit by bit and consolidate. And this is where this program that we have, if you're a homeowner, comes in very handy, where you can consolidate your debt, pay it all off, and then it's a fully open program, so you can pay out this loan at any point. You're going to get a lot of questions about uh, those two programs. How do people get a hold of you for more information on how they can apply or even just chat about those two programs? They can call me at 416-561-1258 or they can go to www.integritytree.ca. When we come back, we get to your real estate questions and this week's hot listing. And just a reminder, if you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On The Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On The Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Time now for our listener questions, and the first one comes from Jason in Markham. He plans to purchase a condo this spring, but is not sure whether a resale or a new build is the way to go. What are the pros and cons of each type of purchase? Asif? This is a great question, and, and this is actually something that we're considering for an entire show because there's that much information in this type of question. And it really depends on your comfort level because if you're buying a new build, you get to pick your colors, you get to pick, you know, sometimes you can change the layout a little bit. But what you don't know is what that neighborhood's going to be like. In a resale home, you know it's an established neighborhood, you know what they've done to it, the house is settled, there's usually less work to do, whereas in a new build, you know, you have to wait for the landscaping to take place, and sometimes it gets messy, it's dusty, but so so that would be maybe the cons of a new build. You've also got development charges, and with development charges, you don't know what they're going to be unless you can get them capped by the builder, and that's getting capped at a higher and higher rate right now because the uh, development charges charged by municipalities are increasing, you know, tenfold over the last 10, 15 years. 
with a resale home, you don't have to worry about that. The other thing is the HST question. If you're not moving into your house right away and renting it out for a few months or anything like that, you're liable to pay the HST on that new build. Whereas in a resale, the HST is included in the price. So you don't have to worry about that. There's so many different aspects and variables that we could get into, Jason. I would say give me a call at 416-985-5426 and we can delve a little bit deeper into that. And a few other considerations regarding a new build condo. You know, um, do you trust the the builder, the developer? Um, you, we've heard those horror stories about, you know, those companies folding. They've also got your money tied up for a few years. You know, can you afford to do that type of thing? Exactly. And the other thing is maintenance fees because they're estimated in a new build. So you don't know what they would be like after the first year. But at least in a resale, you know, there's a track record. You know, there's, uh, you know, an established uh, fund that they can count on in case there's any deficiencies. So, you know, you want to be able to take a look at all the different aspects and then weigh them so that you know that you're considering apples to apples and not apples to oranges. Okay, our next question comes from Carrie in Thornhill. She wants to know who comes up with the selling price of a home and how negotiable is it? <laughs> so, the selling price of a home is actually dictated by the market. And, you know, sellers like to say, well, I came up with this price and buyers like to say, well, I negotiated this price. But the realistic factor is that the market price is determined by market activity. So it's not really listings that determine it. It's actual sold. And you're going to start to see banks uh, doing more appraisals. I mean, they have been over the last few years, but the appraisals are play, playing a big part in this because the banks are looking at it and they're very conservative with these pricing because suppose that, uh, you know, you pay $40,000 extra for your home and the bank comes back and says, hey, your home's not valued at that, it's valued at this. Now you have to come up with that extra cash in order to be able to close on this house. And we saw this in 2016 where people didn't have that cash lying around and they couldn't close on their properties and they were sued. And now they were getting sued for maybe 50, 60, 100,000, $200,000 and they weren't getting their house. So it's market activity that determines the, the, the selling price. It doesn't really matter what you list it at because if you list it too high, one, it's not going to sell. And two, if it does, it's not going to appraise and you're not going to be able to close on it. So there's there's a lot of different factors that go into that as well. And, you know, a, a walkthrough through your home along with a comparative analysis of everything that's happened in your area would determine your price. At what point in the process does the bank appraisal happen? Now, we would like these appraisals to be done within five days, but there's so much demand out there right now. And the bank Five days so of an offer being accepted? or Five days of acceptance. But sometimes it's left until the week before closing, which is really dangerous because you don't want to find out. If you have a long closing of three months, the market could shift and, and you don't know what that market's going to be like at that point. So you want to make sure the bank gets in right away. And, and that's the other reason why you want to know what the comparables are in the area because you don't want to overpay by that much. If you have you know, a house that really stands out and has a lot of upgrades, then it's okay to overpay because the bank will take that into consideration. But if it's a house that's pretty standard with uh, everything else in the subdivision and you're paying forty or 50000 or even $20,000 more, it, it could get pretty dangerous. Now, you mentioned off the top of the show today, Asif, that it seems to be a bit of a seller's market out there. Is that going to influence this scenario? It will. I mean, it's going to drive prices up. When the banks take a look at... 
you know, what the appraised value should be. They're going to look at the last, they're going to remove the highest sale and the lowest sale and look at, you know, the other three recent sales that have taken place. And if you're in that ballpark, you're okay. All right, Asif, you mentioned this already, but if our listeners want to connect with you directly, how can they do that? They can give me a call at 416-985-CON. That's 416-985-5426. And just before we go, this week's hot listing, actually, too, with Heather Cooper from REMAX Prime Properties. Heather, over to you. Thank you, Tina. So we'll start with this Cornell Beauty. It's an immaculate and upgraded four-bedroom, three-bathroom, detached home. It's got tons of upgrades, including hardwood flooring, California shutters. It's got LED pot lights throughout, quartz countertops and backsplash, high-end appliances, main floor laundry, and an attached two-car garage. Asif, what do you think of this property? I, I've actually been to this property, and it is move-in condition. So you have nothing to worry about. Move-in, great community. You're, you're surrounded by younger families. There's parks all around, great schools. This is a really good deal. Let's remind our listeners, where is Cornell? Cornell is 9th Line Highway 7 area up to 16th Avenue and over to Donald Cousins Parkway. Heather, one more time, the highlights of this property and where our listeners can get more information. It's a detached four-bedroom, three-bathroom home in Cornell Rouge, located at 17 Sage Brush Street, listed for $1,048,888 and listed by Kara Daniels. For more information, you can contact her at 905-554-5522. And the next property you wanted to share with us today? Yes, so it's a solid four-bedroom bungalow sitting on almost an acre of land in Stouffville. This home features a spacious living area, a beautiful eating kitchen with a walkout to a large deck overlooking your treed lot. It's got a separate three-bedroom, two-bathroom basement apartment with its own master suite with an ensuite bathroom. A bungalow, Asif, always, you know, prime. Prime and an acre of land. I mean, this is what you don't get in the smaller subdivisions is is the size of the lot and you've got separate space. So if you're moving in with, you know, your parents or in-laws or, or if you have a nanny, you've got a separate suite down there and you can even use that as income. Heather, one more time, the highlights of this bungalow and where our listeners can get more information. Okay, it's a four-bedroom bungalow with a separate three-bedroom basement apartment located at 5457 Davis Drive in Stouffville. This property is listed for $775,000. And for more information, they can contact Steve Fleming at our REMAX Prime Properties office and Mel Albert at 905-478-1101. Two great listings to start the year. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan or if you missed any part of On the Market, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.